0: Have you seen the viral video of a man robbing a Jimmy John's at gunpoint? It went viral for a reason that you might not even expect, in case you haven't seen it. You've probably seen it, though, so you already know. But we're still going to cover it. Also, Donald Trump held a rally miles away from Washington, D.C., where the annual White House Correspondents Dinner took place. I'm going to list off all the reasons why I don't care about the White House Correspondents Dinner. Plus, we have former President Barack Hussein Obama giving Wall Street speeches for top dollar and top liberals. Criticizing him for it. And not to mention, that's just the tip of the iceberg, so get ready. And tighten your seatbelts. Because this
1: is cast.
0: Getting in your face on Monday, May 1st, two thousand. 17 guys it is a mirror love how the music just stops there i played the end of the theme song for once um yeah uh, in 24 short days we're going to be at my 28th birthday probably i mean it's not the most insignificant of birthdays ever but it's pretty damn insignificant but i'm just letting you know 24 days may 25th get ready it's my 28th birthday and my wife is going to be out of town And she's also behind on the podcast, so she probably won't hear this until well after my birthday. So let's just have some fun with it. Yeah, keggers, dancing girls, uh, party, party, party at my place. Hit me up for the details. And, well, this won't be the last episode of FritzCast, but it'll probably be sometime in July or August that my wife will have listened and killed me for it. So we're good. We're good. It's supposed to be a good day today, but I mean it's cloud cover and it was a little bit foggy this morning. I had to take the dogs uh, to this local place called the Dog Stop to get their nails trimmed up. We're trying to do it every couple of weeks so that you know we can keep it under wraps and under control and all that because the, their nails get crazy. And I think I described my house before. It's a rancher. It's not that. It's not that big. And uh, the dining area, the area in the front of the house, right by the front door, the entire kitchen, it's all tile, or, you know, that fake hardwood floor stuff, that's how fancy I live right now, I have fake vinyl hardwood flooring, or whatever it is, I don't know what it is, but you know, the the dog nails on it is, just,
2: ugh, ugh.
0: and isn't it funny that as me and my wife construct our future dream house to go into, that I'm the one sitting here saying like, we we shouldn't have carpeting all over the place. We should just we we should have like throw carpeting on like a nice solid floor that we can just sweep. You know, I'm trying to be it's like I'm trying to be more energy efficient and say, "Hey, we're not going to have to plug in a vacuum and do carpet cleaning and all that jazz." And she's just like, "Those nails on the on those nails on the tile floor." It's just and that's not how my wife sounds by the way, but I can't do my wife's voice. So, you're going to have to get over some things. We're just going to roll with it. Those nails on the tile floor, that little clicking, it drives me insane. Oh, well. You drive me insane, so. (laughs) I swear to God, man, if she was sitting here while I recorded some of this stuff, I'd probably be black and blue all over domestic abuse. So I, I had to take them to get their nails trimmed. That was a quick, easy thing. I'm sitting around today between the hours of noon and 5 p.m. for SafeLite to come and replace the windshield on the Kia Soul. Which, when I, I've decided when I have that paid off, whether my wife likes it or not, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know, I'm in piss-wife mode off today. I don't know why. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> when that car's paid off, I'm totally getting something else. Probably something along the lines of her Kia Sorento, her brand new one. She let me drive it to work yesterday. She had to go pick up some stuff, and so my car is the car that's allowed to get dirty right now because it's not under a lease. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly why. Uh, So she went and picked up some stuff for our backyard garden, and I had to take her car to work, and her car is just nice. Her car has the Sirius XM satellite radio. Uh, It's got the fancy, you know, backup cameras. It's got, you know, it's just beautiful. And it's still, I think it's been like a full month, month and a half maybe. And it still has new car smell. You open it up and, sm- you know, just... Ah, new car smell. I don't know how it's kept new car smell, but it still has it. And it's fun to drive and all that stuff. And now it's just because my car is getting old. It's, t- it's 2011, you know, and we're about to, you know, pretty soon we're going to be 2018, 2019. And who needs a 2011 car? That's American capitalism and waste for you because I just... I'm not gonna want it anymore. I kind of don't want it now, and I was dying to get back into it from driving the Buick Rendezvous. But that's life. So Safe Light has to come and replace that, and so that's between noon and five. So I'm recording the podcast, and then I'm going to uh, more than likely go out and take the bike first bin because that is that's really whipping my butt into shape, man. They always say that you need exercise, you need what, like 30 minutes a day, 30 minutes to an hour a day of ex- some type of exercise to be healthy. I know people who go to the gym for hours on end. I can't do it. I can't do the gym. Uh, I hate go- I hate driving to the gym. I hate being in there with all those other people. Uh, I hate trying to do a workout. Um, like, like everything about it. I, I hate everything about it. The only time I liked it is when I went routinely training for my do- job for the department of corrections and i would save on water because i would take a shower there that was like the height of and that was also i hated doing that too i was like pff, going to the gym to work out sweat my butt off and shower right Bull crap. but uh if you're going to hit that 30 minutes to an hour or more doing something you got to do something that you actually enjoy doing. You can go and lift weights all you want. If you don't actually like lifting weights, you're going to be bored. I can't I can't hop on a treadmill or an elliptical and just sit there and do it and it doesn't matter. You can watch TV, you can watch Netflix, you can have your phone, you can do whatever you want while you're doing it and it's still boring to me. Hopping on my bike and rolling around the neighborhood uh that is that's very fun to me, like i and I know I'm beating my body up because like I'll be going up hills or be going downhill super duper fast, wondering if I'm gonna die because I'm gonna hit a rock the wrong way and do a three sixty flip into an incoming car like that is the and it kind of makes it a little bit exciting in fact, actually, so stop judging me. That's what I enjoy going around, you know, the block a couple times, you know, staying on the bike for 30 minutes to an hour. Because I can do it. I can do it pretty easy. I know I'm giving me a good workout. And then I just listen to, you know, podcasts, uh, Glenn Beck's radio show, you know, whatever. I listen to something on my phone. The other day I did it before all my shows came on. So I was just listening to music, which is another pastime that I love. Just pop in a, a brand new album that I haven't heard yet. And listen to it from start to finish uninterrupted. And it's, you know, it's relaxing. But I know that's kicking my butt into shape. I hope to do what I used to do. I used to take walks. Uh, I used to walk from my house down the street all the way up to the park. The park is about a mile and a half away. And then there's a walking track at the park that's about, Two miles and then walk back to the house Altogether it was about five miles But if you walk it It's like an hour And a half To walk that five miles And uh, to me I mean it was enjoyable I could do it, I would listen to my podcast Or listen to music or whatever and it was really good And I could tell I was beating up my body taking Just taking a walk And I would mix it in with jogging and running And I just, you know, I fell off the way because I was like, that's an hour and a half worth of time. I can hop on the bike, and I hope to get up to the point where I can bike it every morning and do it in half as much time. So I'm looking forward to doing that. We'll see how far I get. So far, I'm getting really good just going around the neighborhood, which is about... Going around the neighborhood twice, which is about a mile or a mile and a half. Uh, so, Progress. If you know what I mean. But it's good. I like it. I'm starting to really enjoy it. And that's what you need when you're trying to whip your butt into shape. Something that you enjoy doing. Because if you don't enjoy it, you're just wasting your time. Really. You're just wasting your time. Uh, Also, uh, thank you. Big thank you to everybody who's been checking out the WordPress site. That's fritzcast.wordpress.com. Uh, I I Unfortunately, and I didn't open with it, I didn't talk about it in the opening. I hate talking about this line of stuff, but I I posted a blog entry. uh, Just last week, we had a Delaware State Trooper um, gunned down in a Wawa parking lot. um, Completely out of the blue. It was like a traffic stop type of situation. He was checking out a suspicious vehicle, talking with the driver, the passenger gets out of the car and unloads on this uh trooper. Unloads on the trooper, flees the scene, uh flees the scene to his car, flees back to his home, stays holed up in his home for hours on end. Uh I think that state trooper was shot and killed around eleven o'clock or noon time. And witnesses, eyewitnesses placed the suspect fleeing in his car. They traced him back to his home. Standoff lasts all throughout the rest of the afternoon into the evening, into the very next morning until about 9 o'clock, I think it was the next morning, or 8 o'clock the next morning, when the guy finally came out. Mind you, the whole time that he's holed up in his home, police have surrounded his home. He's taking pot shots at the cops. He's just, every once in a while, firing out out of the windows. Clearly, this guy is is deranged or crazy, or maybe he's just a hateful person. I don't know. But at that point, I kind of figured that the event was going to end the way that it ended up uh, transpiring. So he's holed up in his home. At at several different points, Delaware State Police tried breaching the house. Uh, with flashbangs and other things because if you look up the picture of the house, it is pretty much torn to shreds. Um, I don't know what they're going to have to do to fix that home. But it is torn to shreds. It is severely gone. He finally gets drawn out in the morning, but not to surrender the breaching uh we had a breaching vehicle come from Pennsylvania I believe it was uh and you can look this up online too you can look up the pictures uh the very front of it is riddled with bullets because they drove it up to the front door and I guess this guy decided to burst out at that time and just unloaded shots at it I don't know why you unload shots at a uh, bulletproof SWAT team vehicle approaching your house needless to say he ended up neutralized he the he, The uh, Delaware State Police did what they had to do To that individual uh, And after being held, holed up in your home That was uh, There was two scenarios I saw Either this guy was going to shoot and kill himself Or he was going to get killed by the police It's one of those things where I don't think anybody here Is really batting an eyelash The police did what they had to do There was no way to Safely neutralize this guy Or neutralize the situation There was no safe way to get this guy His intent was to either get killed or kill himself. You know, possible. Maybe it was suicide by cop. I don't know. But nobody should be bad at an eyelash. And that's one of those things, mind you, that I think even your most diehard libertarian, uh, I think even your most anti-authority person could say, that's kind of messed up that the cop just got shot and killed for no reason whatsoever. There wasn't a struggle that ensued between them or anything of that nature. The guy had been arrested prior in Florida for some reason or the other. I didn't look into the guy's criminal history. I'm not even going to drop his name. If you read my article on it on the WordPress website, I don't name these people by name. I don't think they deserve the recognition. I don't think they deserve the, quote, infamy, fame, whatever. I I even write about how I, I end up hating social media Especially during times of tragedy Because you have trolls and other people and, and you really see a dark side of humanity A senseless, inhumane, and stupid side of humanity That you don't want to see So I just stay off of social media a lot now I don't change my profile pictures I don't post big blurbs on my social media about it I take to the blog and I take to the podcast Because these are Outlets that I can really get my thoughts out uh, So no struggle ensued No reason that this cop Should have been blown away At all What it, You know and that's the thing Everybody tries turning it Into a cop abusing their authority or whatever I don't like dirty cops I don't like cops that abuse their authority I don't like cops that are abusive I don't like cops that go above The line But there's Two sides to the story You have to analyze things critically And <clears throat> you have to take it uh, As as usual The way that America and the world doesn't want to take it Is on a case by case basis Where we put an emphasis on personal responsibility Which is how everything should be done Which is why it's not done that way Because nobody wants it done that way Needless to say That's a tirade I'm going to go into a, a whole other discussion That I don't want to have right now uh, Corporal Stephen Ballard, 32 years old, eight and a half years on the force, shot and killed by a 26 year old with a gun. Wawa is doing fundraisers. If you're in the tri state area around here, Wawa's are. Doing uh, donations to a fund for uh, for his family. I think it's like people are buying coffees, and it's like you can just donate a dollar, and a bunch of people are doing it. And Wawa, on top of it, is already donating fifty thousand dollars to a fund. And that, just needless to say, on top of all the other things going on in Delaware, uh, you've had we've had a correctional sergeant murdered in an uprising at one of the top level five prisons and now a Delaware state trooper gunned down in cold blood Uh, both of them in cold blood and it hasn't been an easy year for Delaware law enforcement has actually been a very bad year so rest in peace to Corporal Ballard thoughts and prayers with his family with Delaware State Police Now, I want to switch focus on to a man that I haven't talked about exclusively uh, over the last couple of podcast episodes. And that would be President Donald uh, J. Trump. And one of the reasons is uh, part of it was vacation, so I was taken aback. I wasn't taking in as much news, which is a welcome break every once in a while. You just have to shut it off. Like I said, social media during tragedies just don't even bother going on because you're going to get trolls dumbasses, and general insanity mixed with, I mean, you know, genuine people, but it's just insanity. Turn it off. Donald Trump uh, latest, his latest criticism, well, it's been about 100 days since Donald Trump's been elected, so uh, yeah, let's, let's, round of applause. We made it. It's been 100 days and nobody's dead yet. Thank you. Thanks, yes, 100 days of Donald Trump, and we're not yet at war. C- come on, guys, that's, that's enough, that's enough, really, really, no, that's enough, stop it. You're giving the man way too much credit, stop. Yes, 100 days since Donald Trump was inaugurated the 45th president of the United States. And uh, yeah, I'm exaggerating a bit with the, with the clapping and all that. Uh here's here's my analysis of of the first 100 days. You want to talk about accomplishments that Donald that Donald Trump has actually accomplished. And I want you to think real hard about this. One of the only things that Donald Trump has accomplished was getting Neil Gorsuch nominated to the Supreme Court and you can't even really credit him with that because that was the Republican Senate that did that. It was the Republican Senate that did pass Neil Gorsuch onto the Supreme Court. It wasn't really Donald Trump. Donald Trump, the only credit you can give Donald Trump is the fact that he generated a list of, I believe, 19 candidates to get the GOP more on his side. And he actually stuck to that list instead of saying, Well, screw that, I'm just gonna pick who I wanna pick. That's you know, I'm I'm a Republican in disguise. Everybody wants to talk about the Republicans. The Republicans are bad. Um the House Freedom Caucus is the one that stopped the uh the immediate repeal replace Obamacare stuff. That uh what was it, the the American Health Care Act, the AHCA. Ryan, uh Paul Ryan's uh massive failure of a bill. House Freedom Caucus shut it down, stopped it, it didn't it fell flat. It fell flat. It was probably one of the biggest failures of the Donald Trump presidency. And by the way, all you people up in arms about Donald Trump and what he wants to do to Obamacare, uh he just wants to expand it. He wants to make it. And he's been saying it for a long, long time. He's been saying the government should pay for health care which is contrary to everything that Republicans, conservatives, libertarians, contrary to everything we've been saying about what the problems with Obamacare are. Think about this. He already, say, he already said that the individual mandate, which is a controversial and debatable thing. We can sit here and debate that aspect of health care in the United States of America. He's already said that that has to stay in. He's, he's been quoted saying that. I think everybody doesn't realize that Donald Trump really is not as, you know, conservative and diehard Republican and uh, misogynist and sexist and racist as everybody was claiming that he was. I love the Mexican people. I I didn't. I I wasn't the one that said you didn't.
1: I love the spirit of the Mexican people. I love them.
0: But you're going to make them. But but you're going to build a wall and make them pay for the wall, despite the fact that we just nearly had a government shutdown because you needed us to pay for the wall because Mexico will pay us back for the wall because we've paid back so much money that we've borrowed from people. I I get it. I get it. And I say of course that we nearly had a government shutdown because reported from the hill on yesterday, yesterday evening in fact at 9:50 p.m. Congress strikes deal on funding for 2017 to avoid a shutdown. It should be noted, quoting from the article, that this legislation does not provide funding for construction of a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border or eliminate money for so-called sanctuary cities that do not fully cooperate with federal immigration law, according to a summary provided by a senior congressional aide. That senior congressional aide? is not named, nor does it cut funding for Planned Parenthood. These are major victories for Senate Democrat leader Charles Schumer from New York and House Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi from California, who threatened to block the bill over such poison pill riders. And here comes the criticism. This is just more stopgap. It's normalizing the stuff, and it's been Normalized for so long This is how the Congress works now It's it's we don't like this that or this So we're going to shut down And then it's a bunch of Arguing back and forth No okay fine we won't do that, that this time around we, we'll, we'll cut out this expenditure We'll throw this in here to appease you And they vote and it clears Up until a certain time frame In this case September It's, it's stop Gap Funding and it's problematic you know that they do the stopgap funding first off it's a it's a political ploy from from both sides to kind of like appease each other almost just look at the definition of stopgap a temporary way of dealing with a problem or satisfying a need a temporary solution And they do this consistently Every year we don't have enough money for this We don't have enough money for that We're this much in the hole We're this much of a deficit So let's just bang the gavel Stopgap fund it Have the reserve print more money And we wonder why we can't get ahead as a nation This is the same thing That the state of Delaware is going through With our budget problems. Which are in the tune of about 400 million dollars. If not more. Because it seems continually that the Delaware state budget continues increasing. Or or the, the, the gap in that. The estimated gap of funding... Continues going up and up and up and up. It started at like two hundred and fifty, then it was three hundred, then it was three seventy five, and now it's four hundred million. So Trump hits its first one hundred days. Uh, what's really come of it? I you know I know I put Glenn Beck out there a lot, but I actually this is Glenn Beck on Anderson Cooper
1: uh, just a couple weeks ago just abandon a lot of people. Well, I mean he's abandoned people but also just things he stood by and said very loudly and very effectively on the campaign trail. I mean the currency manipulator thing is one, obviously NATO's obsolete. Uh now it's not obviously even though nothing really has changed with NATO, it's just the president has changed. Um, but he doesn't even acknowledge that that he's changed. I keep thinking about right. the other Republican candidates who were against him in the primary um who you know, were kind of, you know, had policy positions and and were sort of trying to be presidential and stand by, by, by positions. And Donald Trump, you know, very effectively, obviously, but was able to basically just kind of take some very extreme positions and kind of make fun of the others, but now has adopted the very positions he ran against and effectively won against.
2: This is so far. I mean, I can't speak for tomorrow, but today, so far, it's not my worst nightmare. My worst nightmare was the, that the president would turn to Steve Bannon and he'd go down this this populist, burn it to the ground right. ideology. The good news is he's not going that way. But the next question is, where is he going? Is he going left? Is he going? Uh, he's not going conservative, and. Who is he going to have left in the end? Um, who's going to believe him? This is why I, I warned my audience and, and America that he, he doesn't have a core. He goes for the win. And that can be dangerous if things start to fall apart economically or, um, you know, in the world. But at it, 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 tonight, at least, it looks, The president is on the verge of beginning to look like another Republican who said stuff, didn't mean it, and turned into Reince Priebus or Paul Ryan, um, and that's not good. But I remembered, Anderson, what President Bush said to me. Um, I was in the Oval Office the day that candidate Obama said that he would just fly over the borders in Pakistan, and if he had to, he would bomb Pakistan. And I remember at the time, Pakistan was a very important ally for us, and I remember thinking, my gosh, you don't bomb an ally. And this took on real weight, because it was said by the president, and he pointed to his desk in Mm. the Oval Office, and he said, don't worry, whoever occupies that seat behind that desk, man or woman, will quickly find out that their hands are tied, and they'll end up doing almost exactly as I have done.
0: Glenn actually recalls that meeting that he had with George W. Bush uh, quite a bit. I've heard him say it uh, a couple times over, over the course of the past couple of weeks. And I think that's—I think it's very telling. But I think a lot of what you heard right there is— Is exactly true I think That You have a guy who's not so much A guy of principle Who doesn't stand on principle like that Who's heading this thing I mean yes He is looking for the win That's exactly It's not about doing the right thing It's not about doing things the right way It's about winning for him What's going to make him win and that's not that's not what you need in a leader that's not what you need in a president that's not what you that's not what we need it's not what we need now that being said he skips the white house correspondence dinner which draws him major major flack he holds a big rally in pennsylvania one of the swing states that uh, helped him sweep the electoral votes for the election Meanwhile, the, uh, the 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 celebrities, the media, they all gather and still have the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And, and the thing is, is that I just I don't care that he skipped the White House Correspondents' Dinner. It it, it it doesn't matter whether or not he attends it or not. If you ask me, just because it's been tradition, just because it's been what's been done forever and ever and ever. I always hear the argument from from other Democrats, uh, liberals, progressives, whatever, that you know you can't keep doing things the same way, but you pick apart something smaller like a white house correspondence dinner and and everybody's up in arms over it it's 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 uh it, it's the white house correspondence dinner now is, is hollywood it's hollywood if you look at the history of the white house correspondence dinner okay it is uh It's something that's been around since uh, 1921. Uh, It's traditionally attended by the president and vice president. Fifteen presidents have attended at least one. Started with Calvin Coolidge in 1924. Yada, yada, yada. 1962, up until 1962, mind you, this dinner was only open to men. So... In fact, John F. Kennedy uh, said he wouldn't go to the dinner were it not for that ban being lifted. I, I actually enjoy reading the criticisms of the White House Correspondents' Dinner, including, including uh, I believe it was uh, sometime after the 2007 dinner, a New York Times columnist, Frank Rich, implied that the New York Times wouldn't participate, stating that the show has become a, quote, crystallization of the press's failures in the post-9-11 era because it illustrates how easily a propaganda-driven White House can enlist the Washington news media in its shows. Uh, further, Furthermore, in recent years, it's been garnering more attention because it's become more Hollywood. You get more actors and comedians and, and headliners like that, and people start watching it. That's the only reason people watch it is for, you know, who's headlining the show. Um, so, I mean, they can be fun little things, but I enjoy the criticism. I, the, probably my favorite criticism is this one from Ben Shapiro.
1: Over the weekend was the White House Correspondents Dinner, and I hate, hate White House Correspondence Dinner. There are two Washington spectacles. I absolutely despise in every way it's possible to despise them. The first Washington spectacle that I despise is the State of the Union. It's an imperial diktat that comes from a guy who's an elected official in front of other elected officials, but when he walks into the chamber, everybody cheers, oh, it's the King of England. He's here. And now we all have to worship at his altar, and it's going to be great. So that's the number one thing I hate. The second thing I hate is the White House Correspondence Dinner, because it's the media, which is supposed to Cover the president in all of the gory detail, and the po- and the president who's supposed to serve the media and the public, and they get together and then they just drink and they wear tuxes and they feed each other and they talk about how they're best friends. I don't want the media to be friends with the president. The media coverage of George W. Bush was significantly better than any of the media coverage of Barack Obama because the media didn't like Bush and they like Obama. Right? So th- so I hate this thing and I think that if I if if, if you were somebody who's out of a job. Watching President Obama wear a tux and sip champagne as he makes jokes with the celebrities you would think well Maybe our political class is a little bit out of touch. I'm voting for Donald Trump because of all of that Even though Donald Trump is these people. He's both Hollywood and Washington DC So there are a couple of things that were particularly galling We can start with Obama's jokes. Obama does this comedy routine and Honestly if if I were the president of the United States, I think I would just tell them to stick it I think I would just I, I, I would probably skip the event I'd probably just cancel the event altogether because they, they call this thing nerd prom. It's not nerd prom, okay? All of these people are not nerds. Most of them are talking heads who are incredibly stupid but good-looking. And so they're there, and they're supposed to be nerds, and they're joking with each other. And it's just—the it, whole thing just sticks in my craw in a real way.
0: Now, granted, I don't hate it that much, but still, uh, the, the fact that people would be up in arms over it, it's not that it's not that big a deal. It still happened. The president wasn't there. The world didn't stop spinning. It's it's just like it, I I don't I don't get it I don't get it and I don't really care I don't really care I don't think anybody should really care because it's not so much about the awards that they give out and the scholarships that they give out anymore as much as it's about this other bullcrap this this wearing a tux drinking. Poking fun doing a roast, and the roasts are inappropriate, and the jokes get more and more and more inappropriate anyway, but that is beside the point it's It's been a hundred days. we have Donald Trump now talking about how i uh, you know I just read some articles that he doesn't like the archaic constitution that uh that he thought being president would be easier than his life before being the president. And a, and a myriad of of other just insane comments. What's some of the other stuff I said I'd bring up? Oh, yeah. um, How about a little breaker in between before we go into the Barack Obama speech for money and all that? Because that's going to involve quoting people like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. And when I'm done that, I'm not going to have any energy or juice left to go. Uh, because it's not often that I find stuff from Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders that isn't just rhetoric in my mind anyway. Uh, And I have some criticisms about it, but we'll get to that in a minute. The guy that robbed Jimmy John's. It was Kansas City. It was Kansas City Jimmy John's. You got to go look up this video if you haven't seen it. All right, just type in Jimmy John's robbery because you will find it. The guy approaches the catch res- register and is sitting there. He pulls out a gun, okay? He goes to it, just like most handguns. It's got a, a slide rack up at the top that you use to, you know, chamber a bullet from, you know, the uh from the magazine. So the guy pulls that back, and I guess the gun was already loaded, or he's just an overall dummy because he pulls the slide back and a a round gets jammed into it, so he can't shoot it. He can't fire it. Well, the robber just keeps going with the flow, points it at the cashier's face, give me all that money in the cash register. The, The cashier just keeps a plain face, doesn't panic, just... It's like the guy went, I knew this was going to happen today. I knew I should have called out. I knew I should have called out. I had that bad poop that I had to take before I came into work. I should have called out. And here's this guy waving a gun in my face that's jammed. And yeah, he, here's the 100 bucks, man. He kept his cool the entire time. That's why this video went viral. Because the gun is jammed. The gun is compromised. And this guy's just like, whatever. Here's the 100 bucks. Now, if I were that cashier... There's a couple of things that I think I would have done. There's a couple of things that I think I would... Now, mind you, yeah, he might have a second gun on him. He might have a, a, a knife on him. Or he might just clear that gun and be back to being a threat. I feel like if I were that cashier... I would have been there and been like, man, you can't even properly rob me. Your gun is jammed. I would have smacked that shit out of his hand and said, you don't deserve the hundred bucks that's in the drawer, buddy. Just go home and cry. But that, I mean, and there's people out there who's gonna be like, that's not even funny, man. But I'm trying to be a little lighthearted about the thing. The gun was jammed! He couldn't do anything and he still went along with it. This is like, what the... Anybody read, uh, or or did you used to read Reader's Digest? My mom used to get Reader's Digest, and they'd just be sitting in the bathroom. So, in the time before I had a smartphone, you know, I, I don't know when this would have been, this I, somewhere in the two thousands or whatever. She would have Reader's Digest in the bathroom, and I would just pick them up and read them. You know, me and my nerdy whatever teen year old self. And one of the one of the ones that we had was the Dumb Criminals edition that had like. Th- stupid things people did uh, during crimes that, that eventually led to them being you know arrested or whatever. One of them was like a guy tried to rip open an ATM machine. He tied, he tied rope around the, the, the bumper of his truck and it broke off and he just took off and left the bumper there with his license plate and they just ran the license plate and found the name and found the guy and dumb stuff like that. One of them was a guy was committing a bank robbery and he had a hoodie on and he was holding in his hoodie pocket. He kept his hand in his pocket, but he made it look like he was holding a gun. And the cashiers at, at the at the at the bank weren't moving fast enough. So he kept he kept saying, you know, come on, come on, go faster, go faster. You don't want to get shot, do you? He eventually pulled his hand out of the pocket. He didn't have a gun. He just had his hand in the shape of a gun. You know, the thing that gets like school kids put on suspension or expelled. Because schools are stupid and making a gun sign with your hand is, is dangerous. That's what that guy did. He pulled it out and held it up and like it was like, the jig's up, dude. You don't have a freaking gun. You're not getting the money. If I was that cashier, I'd be like, you have not earned this robbery, sir. You have not earned this money. I feel gypped. I should have had a real robbery. I'm disappointed. Go home and cry about your failure. Okay, but I digress. So former president Barack Obama gave one of his first public speeches post presidency. Uh and I I listened to some of it and then I just couldn't I couldn't listen to it. I couldn't continue on because I thought it was ridiculous. I, I really I couldn't really get behind it. It it was uh he had a bunch of people up on the stage with him. He was going back and forth and I didn't I, I hate I don't hate that kind of thing. I do like hearing multiple opinions and all that, but it just it wasn't my thing. It wasn't um it wasn't what I expected of it either. Now, the criticisms, I, I the criticisms are a little petty. Um However, we're talking about large sums of money that people are making for literally showing up and just saying stuff for for probably a speech and things that they didn't write. Um, and, and by the way, I, I am, I'm a little incorrect. Obama had one appearance. It was at the University of Chicago. He talked about the importance of community organizing and told a student audience that he had succeeded in politics because people believed his values were not so different from theirs. Okay. A part of the reason I didn't like it is because uh, it talked about more government. It was college students and talking about more government involvement in things. And I don't necessarily get down to the tune of more government involvement in things. Uh, I think the government fails way too often and is not held accountable, and that's part of why we have all these, all these, uh, you know, financial burdens and problems and such. But uh, uh, according to this New York Times article, so hey, you know, those are your buddies, the New York Times. Okay. Um it's uh it's gonna be a four hundred thousand dollar check from Wall Street. The same amount as his yearly salary during his time in the White House when he delivers a speech in September at a healthcare conference run by Cantor Fitzgerald, a trading and investment firm. This set the internet on fire. He's gonna be making four hundred thousand dollars for a speech at an event. Four hundred thousand dollars. The man that you know triumphs and heralds for the for the little man's making four hundred thousand dollars on wall street uh this has drawn criticism from our friends Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren Now I was gonna record the audio clip of Bernie Sanders and play it, but I think it's time to i think it's time to bring back the burned voice uh it's been a while I might not be so good at it, but uh we we will we'll see where it goes uh Bernie Sanders said quote. Uh, look, uh, B- Barack Obama is a friend of mine And I think that his, he and his family Represented us for eight years uh, With dignity and intelligence uh, But I, I, I think at a time When we have so much uh, income And wealth inequality uh, I I think it just does not look good it, it, It's not a good idea And I'm I'm sorry President Obama made that choice uh, I just think it does not look good I, I, I think it's distasteful Not a good idea that he did that And And, and furthermore Wall Street being the top 10th of 1% and and President uh, Obama taking a $400,000 uh, speech from Wall Street, which we were supposed to be combating, is not a good look for us. Furthermore, thanks for having me on the FritzCast. Feel the burn. Yes, yes, feel the burn. You'll be around in 2020 or not. I don't think so. You'll be like in your 80s or something. I don't know. Now, uh, Elizabeth Warren, I can't really do her voice, and I don't have a sound clip, so I'm just going to have to read it. Um, she was asked point blank, hey, what do you think about uh, former President Barack Obama receiving $400,000 to speak at a Wall Street health conference in September? And she said, quote, I was troubled by, th- I was troubled by that. Um, let's just do goof nerd voice. I was troubled by that. Uh, one of the things I talk about in the book, The Fight is Our Fight, the battle to save America's middle class, is the influence of money. I describe it as a snake that slivers through Washington and uh, it shows up in so many different ways here in Washington. Whatever. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to pick a battle with Elizabeth Warren here. I'm not very interested in it right now. But, Warren doesn't, is turned off by it, and so is Bernie Sanders, and whether you like Warren or Sanders, which I do not so much like either of them. I do listen to them, though, and I do listen and hear out their arguments. So let's go that far. But as much as I might not like them, lots of lots of uh, progressives look up to these two and hold them up on silver platters, despite the fact that them being troubled by Barack Obama doing this Uh, At a Wall Street thing. And despite the fact that they didn't like Hillary Clinton doing it. They both voted for Hillary Clinton. And told their people to follow suit with Hillary Clinton. Because Trump. Because Trump. You can't because Trump. And the music slowly fading in. Means that it's time to wrap up. It's been another great week with you guys. I hope you enjoyed. Like this. Share this. Comment it. Spread it on social media like a wildfire without the damage and destruction, if you would, please. Uh, guys, thank you, though. Literally, uh, keep keep up with the following on the Twitter, at FritzQS. Check out the WordPress blog, fritzcast.wordpress.com. Spread that around, too, for me. The Facebook page, of course, is facebook.com slash the FritzCast. And as always, I will see you next week. I love you all. Literally figuratively emotionally spiritually all these other lee words that you can figure in factor in there